This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. So I never know. I've known you for a little bit. I'm not like we break bread or anything, but I didn't know you were anti-Catholic. Whoa. Celebrating Whoa. a Notre Dame loss? What is that about? Now, come on, seriously, yeah. I know you're not anti-Catholic, but they do bring out, there's no middle ground with Notre Dame. You either love them or you can't stand them. It's 100% true where I uh, I come from the Quincy area. Yes. Quincy, Notre Dame is that lightning rod over there. I, um, they are, it, it is it is different over there than it is here or many of the other Catholic schools that I've, I've been around okay. at the high school level, and I've been around a lot of them at the high school level. There was real, they were, they were our true antagonist over there. Uh, the Quincy Notre Dame teams, their fan bases, they really played into it, right? Um, I remember when it was the 2A high school basketball uh, system, we'd go to the regional championship game. It was always Notre Dame and either a Unity where I went or a Payson or a Liberty. And whoever was playing Notre Dame that night, the entire county came out to root for the The opponent because of that. And so it just is, it's, it, it was, it was sort of steeped in me at that point. (laughs) It stayed with me ever since, Sam. Did you watch a lot of football this weekend? Uh, yeah, more than I, more than I should have probably. Really? Okay. I didn't know if you still follow it closely. I fell away from sports for a while, a little bit coming out of, um, uh, you know, 1450, but I, uh, I've really gotten back into, I've really kind of leaned back into, I really, I really enjoy it uh, again. And baseball, not so much, but football, I've really kind of fallen back in love with. Zach Kirker and Tom Fitcher here. They are with Springfield Clinic. You wouldn't know that based on our conversation for the past two minutes. <laughs> About creamer. But, 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 but are you the creamer? Yeah. But are you, are you surprised? Uh, you said it. I mean, you are the godfather of Channel 1450. There is no doubt. Are you surprised at the continued success and how much was that due to other media not making a commitment at one time they used to make strong commitment not anymore how much did they really open the gates for a place like channel 1450 well i mean newhoff media stepping up and believing in the the idea was obviously the the critical component of it but i'll tell you what's made it happen is Derek paris i mean uh for someone you hired him as because I knew that he had this level of commitment really? and, and, okay. was, and was going to be someone who could drive it forward for 10 years. All right. Um, you know, and so uh, Derek's the man um, and he is committed to it. I was watching highlights this weekend from, uh, you know, we used to do like just the big cross country events, like one or two. They do a dozen now. They They don't miss anything. Um, and that's, he, he's just committed to be there all the time. He's got a great group of folks that are, are willing to travel around and be at everything. Uh, Derek's the reason that thing's successful now. All right. Um, what's going on in the relationship or lack thereof between Springfield Clinic and Blue Cross Blue Shield? Well, we, we continue to be out of network, which is um, disappointing. I think that we would, we'd, we'd love for this thing to end just like anyone else would. Um, this dispute, I, I think the thing that caught our attention recently is these these letters from legislators. We've got a bipartisan group of legislators locally who've written the Department of Insurance and asked them to intervene further. Um, that's Mike Coffey, uh, Senator McClure, Senator Turner, and Representative Sue Shear. Um, and two of the letters, uh, Senator uh, Senator Turner and Senator she- uh, Representative Shear asked for the department to consider stopping the sale of the insurance plan locally uh, because of their concerns about network adequacy and and. Um, that was the piece that caught our attention, certainly, because, um, you know, they've been fined. Blue Cross has been fined. And um, I think that those fines were precedent setting moves for the Department of Insurance. But it hasn't influenced anything 
significantly. I mean, there are still nearly 100 Springfield Clinic providers listed on the Blue Cross Blue Shield online directories, even though we're out of network. And so um, uh, it's confusing for patients. Um, it leaves patients in a position of, you know, vulnerability and, and, you know, surprise if they get a bill when they think that they were in network when they were not. And, um, you know, that's the reason that we continue to come and talk about this is, you know, the, the, the advocacy for the patients who are in that position is the utmost thing. Um, and so, um, this most recent stuff from these legislators, I think is, is, is very interesting because it's, um, it's bringing it back to light. This hasn't gone away, and there are still plenty of patients who are out there who are dealing with it. But there are state plans that you folks are a okay with. Am I right? No. So the the, the plan that is in the state. Well, wait, wait, I, I apologize. I phrased that wrong. Is there any other, for example? Yeah. I have a card because I'm a state employee, and I can still go to springfield clinic for services i'll tell you i'll tell you the one blue cross plan that we are in is their medicaid mco so there are fifteen thousand blue cross medicaid patients locally that um we have kept that contract in place and we've been adamant about keeping that contract in place because leaving that patient population behind was never an option um i think that's a big misconception about springfield clinic over half of our patients are either medicare or medicaid patients we've increased the number of medicaid patients that we see over the last three years Um, from 11 to 13 to 15%, which is, that's a greater percent of Medicaid population than a Cleveland Clinic sees, a Mayo sees, a Barnes Jewish sees. Um, and so uh, that's why we stayed in with Blue Cross in their Blue Cross MCO or their, their Medicaid plan is because those patients, um, you know, they, they're, it's, a, it's an underserved population and it was something that we were just adamant that we had to continue to maintain. Are there talks going on between the two groups? Always, always. Between Blue Cross Blue Shield and Springfield Clinic. And we maintain that the minute that they're willing to put a market deal, just like every other commercial payer puts in front of us, we'll sign a deal, we'll have everybody back in network, and we'll go on this thing. Um, but it's just not been it's just not it's just not been in the cards yet. Okay. From your perspective, we know you represent Blue Cross or uh, excuse me, Springfield Clinic. You represent Springfield Clinic. What is the crux of the problem? What started this thing? Is there a fee charge they don't agree with? What's it all about? Well, what I'd say in general, and this isn't this isn't necessarily Blue Cross specific, but this is what insurance companies do to providers. They come in, they threaten to take away all of your patients, and they say, okay, well, then you've got to take this rate. Uh, and, and so providers who don't want to lose their patients and the relationships that they've built say, okay, okay, all right, fine, we'll take whatever the rate is, just, just don't, you know, don't take our patients away. Well, the end game to that over time is what you've seen in healthcare, which is you see uh, hospitals shuttering uh, one by one, right? You see the the infrastructure around healthcare disappearing because people can't afford to continue to, you know, pay the expenses when uh, the insurance reimbursement becomes so low. And so we we what we found ourselves in was a draw a line in the sand situation there, where it was like, all right, we could we could continue to to play this game. Uh, or we could draw the line in the sand and say, at some point in time, you know, without the providers, what do you have in your network? And I think that's, that is the crux of this argument, is if you've bought one of those plans locally, are there enough providers for you to be seen in a timely fashion? And um, I could give you dozens of patient experiences, hundreds of patients' experiences um, that clearly indicate that there are not enough providers for someone with that plan locally. 21 past the hour. We've not seen Tom Fitch uh, since a celebrity bartending out at uh, Darcy's Pint. Congratulations, you and Mark Sovage. Another very successful effort. 
Yeah, thank you, Sam. And we'll we'll use that term celebrity quite quite loosely <laughs> for obvious reasons. Uh, I'm referring to Savaggio. Yeah, of course, not yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Um, all right, you are very much. Let's remind about what your responsibility is with uh, Springfield Clinic. Yeah, I am the uh, vice president of facilities, real estate, and construction. So. Uh, my team and myself, we are involved in all of our capital projects. So if you see a construction project uh, for Springfield Clinic, um, that's uh, something I'm involved with with my team, uh, day-to-day operations of our facilities, and then also acquiring new real estate. I don't know, but Alice will remark, and I will too, says Springfield Clinic is everywhere. As you drive around Springfield, Sangamon County, how many different uh, locations do you have some ballpark figure? It's incredible. Yeah. When you look at the the entire footprint of Springfield Clinic and you include our outreach locations, a lot of our physicians get in their cars early in the morning. I'm sure there's some traveling as we speak, sure. uh, going to uh, remote locations to see patients in these rural areas where Zach mentioned healthcare has disappeared um, for the reasons that he he cited. Uh, but you add all those up, we're in about 90 different locations uh, in, in in all. And I think it's worth noting, too, Sam, that a lot of the construction projects that you see going on, that's a commitment that our physician owners, the partners of the company, are making in the communities that uh, that we serve people in. So that's not only Springfield. We have several projects going on in Springfield, but we've also got several projects happening in the Peoria area as well. What's going on at uh, 7th and South Grand? That is a new lab facility. Um, so currently our lab is located in, in the lower level of our main campus building. Okay. And we just ran out of room. And there's new lab technology that we wanted to uh, bring to um, our, our patients that will allow uh, tests to happen much, much quicker and get those results back to your to you and your doctor much quicker. We just didn't have the room. And it had been in this location for as long as anybody can remember. So the time was right to, to expand it. We're also going to have um, what will be our permanent location for our drive-through services. We had two two locations in Springfield, uh, you know, when COVID um, started. Uh, that was one of the things that we pivoted to pretty quickly so we could keep seeing patients that needed to um, have their labs done. And uh, But we'll close both of those locations. The one at West Wabash is already closed now. The one at uh, uh, 5th and 6th and Cook yeah. will close, and they'll all be um, funneled through that one location. Over there at 7th Grand. and South Grand. Yep. Uh, any timeline when that's going to be completed? Um, we're almost there. Uh, our go live is October, it's either the 20th or the 27th, um, right around the corner. Uh, there were some doubting Thomases, uh, I think, when it comes to uh, the sports park. Mm-hmm. It goes without saying. I think Shields was a major component. Uh, but I think when people saw the commitment to Springfield Clinic, that convinced a lot of people. Springfield Clinic knows what they're doing. That's their reputation. They don't get involved in something unless they're very, very comfortable. It's going to happen. Bring me up to date. What was the what was the reasoning to get involved out there, and what will be your involvement be at the new sports park? Yeah, well, we're super excited to be involved, and uh, gosh, this has been for us almost a two-year journey as well, and we never would have gotten involved if we didn't think it was going to happen. Um, we knew that there were hills to climb to get there, uh, but but what, what we saw is the opportunity to invest in the community and, and then also to reinforce the health of the community, which that's why we're here. I mean, that, it doesn't get any more complicated than that. And, um, you know, the sports park is going to have, uh, such a tremendous impact on this uh, on the city and the whole area. 
I lived that life when my kids were younger, travel sure. sports, um, and wonderful experience. And I think to be able to have that kind of a, a complex here in Springfield, uh, and then you partner up with Shields and, and you know, the entire area. It's not going to be just the sports complex, but all the things that are going to happen around it. We're really excited to be part of it. There's some innovative things that we're thinking about as it relates to um, the three pillars that we have in, in at Springfield Clinic, which is health and value and community. And um, this gives us an opportunity to bring those things to life. Will you have a facility there? We'll probably have more than one facility. One, okay. Yes. Yes. On the, on the property out there somewhere. Yes. Yeah. So we'll, we, um, you'll get to know the, the Springfield Clinic Dome or whatever name Zach comes up with, uh, for that, that facility. Um, the championship baseball stadium will also be, um, uh, uh, branded by Springfield Clinic. Uh, the main entry into the sports park, which right now we're kind of, um, uh, calling it the yard, uh, that may or may not be the official name will be, um, branded by Springfield Clinic. And then we'll also have a facility that um, you'll walk through to get into the dome uh, that'll be uh, housing some of our services, such as athletic trainers, uh, sports medicine, sports performance, um, all that kind of stuff. Tom, do you ever get to the point where the people up there say, okay, let's take a little break? Um, We are going, 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 (laughs) building, building, expanding, expanding. Let's just pause a little bit and catch our breath. Or can you not afford to do that? Is that not in the plan? Well, um, yes and no. Okay. I mean, I, you know, we, the thing I like, I love about Springfield Clinic is that, um, we've got a vision and, and we're nimble. And so when we see opportunities present themselves, we're able to move quickly. And, um, personally, I, I really appreciate the investment again, getting back to the doctors, because at the end of the day, this is the investment that the doctors that live in this community are making in the community. And, um, and that keeps me motivated and excited to go to work every day because that's not something you see all the time. And so it's really a special place and we've got the opportunity, opportunity to do a lot of great things. He won't, he won't say it like this, Sam, but uh, Tom Fitch, Cal Thomas, our chief development officer and Ray Williams, our CEO, they have been throwing weight behind this shield sports park for two years now. Really? It, it was not, it, I mean, it, it, it makes everybody else was saying, what about the risk if we get in and then yeah. something doesn't work? But what they realize is that without local people who are driving it forward and pushing it and trying to get other people in the community to get behind it and really pulling this thing across the finish line, that it won't happen. So um, they deserve a ton of credit because that, that it's the civic-minded um, approach that guys like Tom Fitch and, and Cal Thomas and, and Ray have to, um, to see that project and make it become a reality. It was not like we ran an algorithm and we, we decided this thing will be successful 82% of the time. And as such, we're going to invest in that. No, we invested in that because these guys saw the vision of it. They thought that it was really important for our community to do this. And they made it happen along with a lot of other people. Uh, but certainly the weight of these guys was, was a huge reason why this has gotten across the finish line. You also mentioned Tom, though, there was a tremendous commitment from some local banks who all came there were one or two involved, but a lot of them got involved to really push this thing to the finish line. Yeah, well, I mean, a project of this magnitude doesn't happen without a lot of people having um, uh, the opportunity to participate. So a number of local community banks have really stepped up stepped up in a big way. And I also think we need to recognize the city. I mean, th- this is a complicated project and a complicated financing project. A public-private partnership on this scale doesn't happen every day. And I think that's in part um, why it took some time to get all this pulled together. 
but uh, between all of the, the different stakeholders, and they all contributed, whether, you know, they're at the, what, either end of the spectrum, you know, small contributions, large contributions, it really is a community project, and, and it's something that I think is going to just transform uh, parts of Springfield for generations. Guys, thanks for coming in as always. Mr. Kirker, you will be invited back possibly, <laughs> but only with the understanding that you'll sing the first two lines of the Notre Dame fight song. Hey, that was the Unity High School. Um, it was? High School. Yes, yes. Well, give us those words. That'll be fine. I just want to hear you sing. Uh, good to see you guys. Anything Nobody else? wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Zach Kirker, Tom Fitch, Springfield Clinic. Stay with us. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.